Welcome to A Second Chance at Life. I am your host, Arvella Beckworth. Adversity can oftentimes feel isolating, especially if you're the strong friend like me. I created this podcast to be your accountability partner and strategist, giving you the tools to build and enjoy the life of your dreams. Each week, you will hear motivating stories, life-changing interviews, along with actionable tips and strategies that you can apply to do life over again. So whether this is your second, third, or even fourth chance, it's always a great time to start over and build better. Now, let's get to work. Good morning, good morning, and happy Monday. I'm your host, Arvella Beckworth, and welcome to A Second Chance at Life. Today is February 28th, and I cannot believe that this is the last day of the month. Even though it's a short month, I still can't believe that February's over. But I am looking forward to March. I'm looking forward to better weather, daylight savings, Easter dinner, So it's a few things about March that I really get excited about. One in particular, spring cleaning. Something about just opening up the windows and just cleaning out your house from top to bottom just gives me, I don't know about you, but it gives me a sense of just cleanliness cleanliness in the house and just being able to smell fresh air after being cooped up in the house for so long with the heater running and stuffy air just circulating. Being able to open up the windows and just get some old-fashioned fresh air in the house does it for me. Before I get started with my episode, I do want to make one quick announcement. Starting April 4th, I will be going from 52 episodes to 36. Now, what this means for you guys is that this will be a new season, so we're going to start this off as season four. Today will be the last episode of season three. So for the next 30 days, there won't be a podcast, but there will be another one on the 4th. So make sure that if you're not currently subscribed to me, hit the subscribe button. So when it does come out to the new episode, then you'll be the first one to know. Now, I know a couple of weeks ago, I talked about some of the changes that would be going on for the podcast. Well, this is one of them. Besides changing the music, redoing the intro, I'm actually just doing it up another level. I'm looking to have on some more guests, hosting events, uh, making some services available along with products. So in order for me to do all this, some things have to get transitioned and some things have to be modified just to make sure that I can get everything you guys need to be successful on your journey. So please make sure you guys don't forget, mark on your calendar, the next episode after today will be April 4th. Now that we got today's announcement out the way, let's jump into today's episode. Five reasons why loving yourself is important. Loving yourself doesn't always come naturally. You have to put the time in and have patience to continually build that relationship. The reason why you're hearing more and more people talk about self-love is because I think more people are now realizing that they haven't been loving themselves in the right way. Now, we're all guilty of giving to others and not giving to ourselves like we're supposed to. 
And what, what ends up happening is that we either end up drained or burnt out. So we have to be mindful of what we give to others that we're also filling our cup up as well. Whether it be self-care, self-love, time, attention, whatever the case may be, you got to understand in order for you to be full, you got to keep your levels up before you can give to others. And having having a relationship with yourself looks like grace, kindness, patience, humility, accountability, and forgiveness. Loving yourself doesn't mean that you are stuck up, uppity, big-headed, whatever they may say. It means you believe in yourself and you want to make sure that you put yourself first so you can be better for others. I learned that in my self-care journey that I was always given to people, which made it hard for me to fill myself back up. Now, at first, I couldn't recognize it because it would sound like it felt like I was just kind of doing my everyday work. I'm, I'm normally tired. I'm normally drained. But it did come to a point that I was giving so much to other people that I really was getting tired. I was moody. I was drained. I couldn't think straight. So I had to kind of pull myself back from others and say, wait a minute, somewhere I'm being drained. Something is being taken away from me that I'm not replenishing fast enough. And that was love and time, attention, and whatever the case may have been at that time, I was giving way too much of it away before I replenished myself back. So with that being said, there will be times that you may have to give more because a certain season requires you to do so. But you also want to recognize in those seasons that you don't have to use that time to build your backs up, excuse me, build yourself back up, replenish yourself, energizing yourself, and make sure that you do or you can recognize when you notice you're not feeling well and you're just not at your best you got to be able to recognize and say, hey, wait a minute. I remember feeling like this a year ago and it didn't turn out too well. So I need to take a step back and kind of get myself back on track and fill myself back up. And this is also important in the love area as well, because with love, as women, we are natural lovers. We love our kids. We love our spouse. Uh, We love what we do. So we don't have a problem loving. We don't even have a problem telling people we love them. It just comes out. So for us, love means something different than it does a man. Where we love to express it. We love to show it. We love to feel it. We love to caress it. That's love for us. But sometimes we don't give ourselves that same love. We just figure, okay, I'll come back to me later. But I need to love on my mom a little bit. I need to love on my kids a little bit. I need to love on my spouse. But you forget about you. And that's why you have to be on top of your self-care plus your self-love because without it, it makes it very hard to move forward in anything you have to do in life. So today, I want to give you five reasons why loving yourself is so important. Number one, 
you'll stop finding problems and start loving yourself. If you don't love yourself, it's kind of hard to stand up for yourself. And it's also easy to judge yourself. You may start picking at yourself like, oh, I'm too fat or I'm not cute or I don't like how this look. You will find problems within yourself instead of loving yourself properly. And once you start picking yourself, you find it easier to find reasons why you're unlovable. Instead of look, excuse me, instead of looking at yourself through a microscope and finding every little thing that's wrong with you, give yourself some grace and view yourself through a telescope and see things far away. Now, if you haven't used a telescope, a telescope actually portrays an image that's so far away that you have to use this scope to even see it. And um, I actually got one for my birthday for my husband. And, you know, I love looking at the stars and all that kind of stuff. But what I'm trying to say, things are far away. So they're so far away that I'm not nitpicking that I can't see the stars or I'm not nitpicking that I can't see this. I'm looking at whatever object from far away. So keep that in mind. Stop finding problems with yourself and start giving yourself grace on your journey, on where you're going, and be lovable and understand that, hey, I may not be perfect, but I am me. The second reason why loving yourself is so important is you will no longer compare yourself. Before I believed who I was, I would compare myself to other women who were beautiful, successful, and talented. It was so easy to focus on what they had and what I didn't until I started saying affirmations to myself and reaffirming me that I had everything I needed to be that woman. I had to start off with the journal and every morning I would write down three things that I loved about myself. Now, some days it was simple as, I love my smile. I love the way my eyes look. Then it was some days that I felt like, I love the way that I help people. I love the way that I give so freely. And at the end of the week, I had over 21 things about myself that I love. So when I start looking back at the journal entries, I'm like, wow, 21 things that I love about myself And this came from just doing three a day. What this did was help me build my self-esteem back up. Even though I seen those beautiful women and how they were working it and just, you know, being who they were, I had to realize, you know what, I can be that same woman. But first, I had to believe that. So in turn, that journal helped me write down my feelings, but it also allowed me to tell myself, what I did love about myself, and then create affirmations that I can use to help build me back up. So telling myself, good morning, or I love you, was just the start of start of the start of it all, basically. But then as time went, I kept saying thing is, you were meant for a time like this. There's no one out here just like you. So as time went, the affirmations got a little bit longer and longer to the point I had affirmations sticking up on my closet uh, mirror that told me things like, I'm looking for, uh, I'm looking, excuse me, I'm that woman and I'm a businesswoman and my bank accounts are overflowing. 
I'm on time, I'm organized. So it's just different things that I needed to work on myself that were still kind of weak areas. I decided to speak life into myself by saying these affirmations time and time again. And this also helps me to this day. If you follow me on social media, especially Instagram, every morning on my stories, I put up an affirmation. I come to find out when I put that up for me, somebody else needed that affirmation as well. Or they'll copy it and save it, and then they're like, okay, I'll use this on my desk. And when I was having a hard day, I was like, where's that affirmation that she posted? And they would say it. So it made me feel good that people actually seen the affirmations that I have and use them. But with that being said, I just wanted to tell you, get a journal, write down what you love about yourself, and then say it until you believe it. Then you'll get to the point where you'll stop comparing your life to others. Number three, your relationships will bloom. When you love yourself, you truly believe that others love you as well. I can remember when I first started dating my husband, I would subconsciously find ways to sabotage our relationship. The previous relationship I left was abusive and I wasn't completely healed. So my lack of ability to love myself made me not allow my husband to love me as well. So before I totally messed this relationship up, I humbly invested in some counseling. Now, the first thing I want to say, never be embarrassed about admitting and going to counseling. This session helped me understand that even though the relationship I had was toxic and wasn't good, I had the narrative to change this new relationship because what was going to happen, I was going to drag those old situations into this new one. And that was the one thing that I was trying not to do, but it seems like I I kept stumbling over my own feet. I kept trying to put things that that weren't there, there in the relationship. And I learned how letting go of the past actually made me a stronger woman. But it took me some time. It took me the time. It took me time to recognize that I wasn't loving myself properly. And that's why I let things go as long as they did in the previous relationship because I was seeking love. I was seeking validation. I was seeking, trying to stay and make something work that just wasn't going to work. But I knew in this new relationship with my husband, I knew it was something different. It was something fresh. It was something that I wasn't expecting. But at the same time, I was scared. So, of course, it was so easy to go back to the familiar and just be like, okay, well, I'd rather deal with this than kind of go here. And that goes with anything that requires change and discipline. When you work out, it's easier to say, you know what? I just feel comfortable eating that donuts and them chips than go to the gym every morning for 60 minutes and work out to lose this weight. You just kind of get in that little rut like, uh, you know, I don't know if I want to do this work. But when I realized that this new relationship was worth it, it's like, you know what? I'm going to counseling. I'm going to follow the direction of what they're saying. And I'm going to get the help. What this did is made me and my husband's relationship become even better. Now, understand now this is 15 years later. And me and my husband are still together. Our relationship is so much healthier since I got the help. And I could admit that I needed the help. 
And if you want to see your relationships grow, whether it be with a spouse, a child, a parent at work, you have to be able to first admit that there's some inner work in you that you need to be done, that needs to be done. And when you start the healing process and you start doing the work, you'll be surprised that others will be watching your growth and will become attracted to the whole you. Keyword, whole. So that's the direction you want to get into or that's the end goal of this. If you've been hurt in a relationship, seek help and get to an area that you are whole again. Number four, you will solve the overworking, oversexing, overeating, overdrinking, overshopping. Sometimes it can be hard to show up for yourself and we may overcompensate in some areas. When life gets tough, sometimes we look for it in food, drugs, alcohol, lovers, maybe even mere, uh, just mere uh, things and money. Whatever it does or whatever it is that helps you soften up the pain, that's what you usually overcompensate with. And what that does, it, it takes away the pain temporarily away, but after that high is gone, you're back to reality. So in order for you to face that pain, you're going to have to overcome it. And what that looks like, going back to number three, is seeking help from a professional provider. Think about it. If you notice that you do something in over excess because you're stressed, that's a temporary pain that you're trying to feel. Some people, you know, drinking does it for them, you know, where it should have been a happy hour. Now they're in excess of what they're drinking. Or maybe working 60, 70, 80 hours a week trying to compensate for something because there's a pain that's there that they're trying to either cover up or fill. I'm not sure which one it is. But loving yourself will help you solve these problems. And by doing that, like I said, you're going to have to seek professional help to get down to the root of the problem. Why you're overworking, why you're oversexing, why you're overeating. You know what I'm saying? You have to figure out why you're overcompensating in a certain area. The fifth and final reason why loving yourself is so important, you will go from the passenger seat to the driver's seat. When you know who you are, you will stop waiting for others to validate you. It's like waiting for someone to tell you how special you are, how good you are, how beautiful you looked, when you yourself need to know, I am special. I know I look good. I know I am good. You have to make the decision to see your worth and show others how to start loving you. Picture this. Imagine someone driving you around and showing you what they want you to see. You have to make the choice and take the will and create the life that you want and not rely on someone else's version. Loving yourself is not only important for your mental health, but your emotional health as well. It proves it can boost your self-esteem, relationships, and personal growth. The longest relationship you'll ever be in will be with yourself. So why not learn you 
and what it will take to make you feel whole again. Don't let anyone tell you how you should love yourself. Everybody's journey is going to be different. You may read blogs, self-help books, podcasts, YouTube, social media, word of mouth. I want you to focus on what's important to you. What is loving yourself going to look like for you? It may not come easy at first, but you have to start somewhere. And today, I want you to decide, I'm going to love myself the way that I need to love myself. Not the way my kids need me to love myself. Not the way my spouse needs me to love myself. Not the way my parents need me to love myself. Not even the way social media tells me I should love myself. I need to figure out what I need. And I believe once you find out what you need, then start doing the work to becoming that woman you need to be that loves herself unconditionally and is now whole. If you're ready to start loving yourself but need ideas to get started, click the link in my show notes to download my free 36 solo date night ideas. What better way to love yourself than to take yourself on a date? You know what you like, you know what you want to do, and you know how much fun you'll have with yourself. So use the list, try all 36, and see which one you like better. Well, that's a wrap. This is the end of season three. Don't forget, starting April 4th, it will be our new season, which is season four. So make sure you hit the subscribe button and don't miss out on the first episode. So for the next 30 days, if you haven't heard all my episodes, go back and check them out. I have some great interviews, helpful tips, and information that you can use. Until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And if you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, please make sure you forward this to them and share. Until next week, keep smiling, learning, and striving for a second chance at life.